Hey everybody, we're back for another episode of Black Techies, and this is a really special episode because we're focusing on all wrestling everything. Um, As you know, we mainly focus on all technology topics from different points of view, but tonight it's all wrestling. So I'm glad to have my co-host Greg in the place and also our very special friend Lou. If you watch, uh, listen to YBAB Sports Desk, then you know all about Lou, uh, who's an a NFL fan and, you know, sports fan. So we're all going to get together and talk wrestling. So how's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good, honestly. Like, just uh, another week in paradise. I guess sitting here at work. Well, I was at work, but now I'm sitting in the house because working from home is that. But overall, everything's yeah. been good. How about you? Doing good. No complaints. Um, still in the home buying process. You know, just kind of get you know getting different things together. You know, shopping around for different stuff. So. No complaints at all. Uh, I'm a little under the weather, as you could probably tell by my voice. Um, yeah. Uh, vacation coming up, but other than that, uh, just I've had this thing for five days now, just trying to get rid of it. Oh, and man. Hopefully it, it goes away soon. Yeah, definitely hope it goes away before your vacation. That, that would suck to be right. sick then, so. It really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. All wrestling, everything. So to kind of kick off the show, let's start off with the Japanese wrestling side of things. Um, New Japan's actually got a couple things going on. One, they're on the Destruction Tour, and they'll be wrapping up in Ryogoku on October ninth. And they'll be wrapping up with a big IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match with champion Sonata facing Evil and a Lumberjack match. So just four guys and House of Torture will be uh, Lumberjacks in that match. So that should be a really good one. Also, they're going back to the UK for Royal Quest 3. And that will be on October 14th, live from the Copper Box Arena. So that should be a really good one. Um, also, speaking of New Japan, they've uh, been announced as being a part of a new joint partnership with uh, MLW, Ma- Major League Wrestling, and CMLL, which is the probably one of the biggest uh, Lucha Libre promotions out of Mexico, and they just celebrated 90 years. So big shout out to all those three companies, and it's pretty big because they were all three of these companies were listed as potential financial risks, quote unquote, for WWE or TKO as they're now called. So yeah, it, it's a lot of things, a lot of things moving in wrestling. So uh, moving on to uh, AEW, AEW, they're having a pay-per-view called Wrestle Dream, which is Tony Khan's tribute to Antonio Inoki, who we know is um, the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling and who passed away um, I believe it was earlier this year. So this will be their tribute show for U.S. fans to pay tribute to uh, Antonio Inoki. But on that card, we have some pretty stacked matches. So let's kind of go through and kind of give our predictions on some of those. Um, 
One particular match, we have what they call a dream match. Uh, Brian Danielson will face Zack Sabre Jr., um, who was the uh, IWGP World TV Champion. Uh, I would say, wow, this is going to be a real big toss-up, but I honestly hope that Zack Sabre Jr. can pull this one off. I mean, as far as technical wrestling, he's got to be one of the absolute best. So I say Zack Sabre Jr. will be pulling that one out. Uh, what about everybody else? What do y'all think? Uh, I want to see something a little bit different, too. Um, and as many times I've seen, like, Brian Danielson, like, win, I just, I, I want to see something new. So I hope he yeah. ends up losing. I don't have, like, a reason. I just, it would just be nice to see kind of like a change in the guard type of thing. So, yeah, I'm going to go with him. Yeah, and this is uh, a match that was long overdue because if y'all remember, this was supposed to happen at last year's Forbidden Door. Um, but uh, unfortunately, Brian Danielson got hurt. So, and they've been keeping a close eye on him. He's had to kind of work his matches a bit differently leading up to Russell Dream just to make sure he doesn't get hurt again. So, let's hope and pray he doesn't get hurt uh, before this match. So, um, next up, we have Swerve Strickland facing Hangman Adam Page. Honestly, I want Swerve Strickland to win. Um, for the simple fact that dude is on the biggest heel run, like, ever right now. So, yeah. It, yeah. Swerve Strickland is my, my prediction. Yeah, I'm going what with Swerve, too. I'm absolutely going with Swerve. Uh, the promo this week was just enough for me. I haven't really watched yeah. too much of him because, you know, I'm more WWE than AEW. But after I watched the promo, I was like, let me just go and check out, like, YouTube, see some like previous stuff about him and like the packages that I saw of him, I'm like, Oh, he's actually good on like on mic in the ring. So it's, yeah, I, I have high hopes. I have high hopes for him. Yeah. Next up, we have a really nice tag team match for the AEW world tag team championships. We have uh champions FTR facing Aussie open. Um, if if you're not familiar with Aussie Open, they were, um, well, I guess they are still a part of um, United Empire, who was a New Japan faction, but these guys are awesome. And I think as much as I really enjoy FTR, I would like Aussie Open to win this one. I mean, they're an awesome tag team, and I think we know how good FTR is. This would be a great opportunity to put the titles on Aussie Open and let them run with it for a while. So my pick is Aussie Open. This is the match, like, for me, I just feel like FTR is going to win because everybody else is going for the underdog or, like, the, the ones that we obviously want to win. This is that one match yeah. that everybody's going to be upset about. So I'm going for FTR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There's always got to be that one. Um, next matchup, we have the TNT Championship on the line um, with two out of three falls being a stipulation. Champion Christian Cage puts his title on the line against Darby Allen. Um, I, I, I will go, I'm going to go for Christian Cage simply because Darby Allen has not grown on me at all. Um, that's not to say he's not good in the ring. It's just, I don't know. I, I guess the emo bit is a little too much for me. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just for yeah. him i don't know if you remember last year i was asking like what's the 
like what's the point of him because he was with sting at that right. point and yeah i was just trying to figure like like is he mimicking him kind of like you know the the hardcore holly and crash holly type of thing um but this just it's run its course for me and i i just yeah. don't know what to do but um my pick is going to be darby because i feel like it is a great way for edge to come into AEW. And they're not oh, going to yeah. have him come in and kind of like save like Christian Cage. I feel like he's going to come in and actually go against him. Yeah. I, I think they're going to just bring him in as a heel because we, we had enough of the edge like face or like the baby face, like phase of edge. We need to get back to the edge that, you know, started judgment day and just have that mm-hmm. with AEW and go against Christian Cage without the belt. But I feel like if Christian wins, then we don't get Edge. At least we won't get him for a while. Because if we, if he does win and they just have Edge being like a glorified, like walking with Christian the entire time, like nobody cares. Like nobody, we want to see Edge and Christian at least one more time go against each other. He's done everything else. And if he does have a final match, why wouldn't it be against his brother? Right. So yeah, that was what my prediction would be. Yeah, and uh, in case everybody's not familiar, um, Edge's contract is actually due up uh, with the WWE on September 30th. So after that, he's pretty much free to go where he pleases, and it's pretty much believed that he'll be in AEW. So, and, and honestly, I think that'll be a good look for him. Um, yeah, so that that would be it. Would be great if he did make a appearance in uh, Wrestle Dream. That would be a huge. Um, next up, we have the TBS championship uh, with champion Chris Statlander facing Julia Hart. I say Chris Statlander um, retains this title uh, when she won it back from Jay Cargill. I mean, Chris Statlander has, has been doing pretty well coming back from injury. So I'd say she retains that one. I'm going with Julia Hart because just like you know, homeboy uh, that was just talking about, uh, I, I don't know why I want to call him Static Shock for some reason, but uh, Swerve, like, <laughs> just, just like Swerve, I was I was looking at Julia Hart, because I remember I, like, messaged you, and I was like, oh, like, is she a part of the Hart family, and just a whole bunch mm-hmm. of different questions, right? But going and doing my research, and then watching her, like, fight, it was just like, okay, it makes sense. But the biggest thing for me, that I know it's going to sound crazy to other people, is she was trained by one of my favorite wrestlers, Mr. Kennedy. So mm-hmm. th- that for me was enough. And like anybody who knows like my favorite wrestlers, you already know, like Stone Cold and stuff like that. But some of the ones that are just like that I don't really speak on because it's like they didn't get to where I wanted them to get to was obviously yeah. Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson. But and obviously like Jericho's in my list, too. And he's kind of like regressed because of just his politics and stuff. But the fact that the training videos up on YouTube and even just her for boys, they said she's been gone for like 17 months. So yeah, she's been gone for a long period of time. She comes back and I just feel like she has it. And I just, I don't want her to lose. Like, I just feel like they, they're doing right by her character. I know I'm trying to like formulate the Mm -hmm. words at the same time, but I just feel like she has that it factor. She has, a little bit of like what Bailey had when she first turned heel, but she also yeah. has like um, I, I want to say like not Mandy Rose, um, 
who who's a good equivalent to her? Like who, when they turned heel, it made their character so much better. Like AJ Lee, like everybody yeah. like saw her as a face. And like, oh, that's cool. Like that's cute. But then when she turned heel, it's like she had so much heat on her that it was just like, damn, like this is kind of dope. Yeah. We, like we're rooting for it either way. I feel like Julie is going to be one of those when she gets the title this weekend, like we're going to be like, damn, like we, we didn't want her to win, but it's the best decision. And I, I mm-hmm. really hope that she wins this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, we have a uh, winner gets AEW tag shot anytime match. So we have the Young Bucks, the Guns, Orange Cassidy and Hook versus the Lucha Brothers. So they're all fighting for an AEW tag shot, um, tag title shot. <laughs> I think as much as I would want the guns to win, something tells me they're going to try to slide in Orange Cassidy and Hook. Um, which, I, I honestly, I've never seen the appeal in Hook. Other than him being tagged with son, I just, I, I'm not getting it. Yeah. I'm not sold on um, him yet. Yeah, that's who I was going with for my pick, though, Cashley. And the reason why is just when I looked at the the promo, like when you know at the end, like when they do like the the package, they just show like who's actually fighting. Yeah, they actually stuck out like a sore thumb. Like, and I don't really like look on the right hand side when it comes to like those promos. You'll see like Rock versus Cena. If Rock's on the left, you're like, all right, cool. Like, I'm maybe it's because I'm just left handed, so I see the left, but. Even just like at first glance, like Orange Cassidy and him, I'm just like, why does that stand out so much against like everybody yeah. else? And it and I, I it finally dawned on me why. It's because they don't look like a threat compared to the other three tag teams. They don't look like mm-hmm. <laughs> they matter really. And historically, when you have those like four way like tag team matches, it's the ones that they, they aren't the biggest, they aren't the the you know the fastest or the flashiest. It's just the team that's like they're gonna go in there and get it done. So I'm I'm really hoping that they win. I just had two contrarian picks. And I'm usually going for like the baby faces, but like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have to go with even just Orange Cassidy because I've watched more tape on him than Hook. I'm not too familiar with Hook, but if they mm-hmm. packaged him with Orange Cassidy, I feel like there's a reason for it. So I'm gonna go with them just off of that alone. Yeah. So next up, we have Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Utah. And it's just a, a regular singles match. So there's nothing on the line here. But I got to say, Ricky Starks as a heel has been awesome. So I'm going to go with Ricky Starks on this one. Um, it's going to be really hard because Wheeler Utah, he's a part of um, the Blackpool Combat Club. So all they do is wrestle, train, spar. Like That's all they do. But I, I really want Ricky Starks to come out on top on this one. He's having an awesome heel run uh, coming off this uh, Texas death match with Brian Danielson. Uh, before that, it was the, I think the strap match. So yeah, I'd say Ricky starts for this one. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm not too familiar with either. So I'm going to go with what you said because you yeah. have more, you know, document than me. So I'm going to go with that too. Yep. So next up we have uh, a really fire trios match so it will be chris jericho kenny omega kota kota ibushi facing sammy Guevara, will osprey and kanosuke Takeshita, who i call the don Callis crew um so wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i honestly i say the don Callis crew is gonna pull this one out um simply because 
Wow. Will Ospreay is having the year of all years right now. Like, I mean, he's really red hot. So any team, you put him on a team like this with Kanosuke, Takeshita, and a Sammy Guevara, it, it's going to be fire. Yeah. So I, I say I say Don Cow's crew pulled this one out. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. I'm absolutely going to do the same. Uh, next up, we have Eddie Kingston uh, putting his Ring of Honor World Championship and New Japan Strong Openweight Championship on the line versus the Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Kasuri Shibata. And I've given Eddie Kingston his flowers on this show before, and I just got to mm-hmm. do it again because this dude is living his dream to, like, the ultimate max. On top of that, yeah. he just signed four more years with AEW. And if you really hear him tell his story, especially during the pandemic when he really, you know, hit the rock bottom financially and really had to struggle to kind of um, stay afloat, you know, to see where he is now. Like, he really had to push through a lot. So shout out to him. And I and I hope he's able to pull this one out against one of his, um, one of his favorites, which is Shibata. So. Uh, I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston for this one. Yeah, same thing for me. I actually did a little bit of research on this, too. I'm not going to talk about too much. But, you know, just knowing how much of a fan he is and then just how they structured this match and waited until now at, like, the perfect card. It's like this this is the perfect way for this match to happen. So I'm going to go with Eddie, too, because I just I feel like it continues and it'll be more of a respect match than a, okay, we just have to get the belts up. Like, no. So... If I know we're not doing like the rankings of like the matches and stuff like that, this is in my top three on this card. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, because yeah. when we were when you were telling me about the like card and I was watching it live and I was like, okay, like why does it feel like each match just keeps getting better? Where it's going to be hard to yeah. pick. Like, what's going to be your favorite match? As somebody who hasn't seen it yet, because you know we can't predict the future, I can guarantee this is going to be one of the top three matches of the night. Yes. I can guarantee yep. like without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And like I said, being that this is a Wrestle Dream pay-per-view in honor of Antonio Noki, I think that respect factor, um, especially for Eddie, because he just loves Japanese wrestling. So th- this is going to be an extra special night for him. So, yeah. Definitely got to stay tuned for that one. And um, last but not least, we have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship on the line. Um, it will be a two-on-one match, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> one half of the champions, MJF, will have to defend the titles against the Righteous. Um, unfortunately, Adam Cole is out with an ankle injury, and it's being reported that he will need surgery. So he may be out for a little while. Um, honestly, I don't see them taking the titles off of MJF though. Even with all that said, I say MJF is definitely going to retain for his team. So, yeah, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um, I was looking, unfortunately, at a Facebook group, and they were trying to explain why he should give it up. And when when I say it, meaning the titles, right? Like why he should give them up? Why does it make sense for him to hold on to them if it's going to be like four or five months? The issue for me is if he were to lose, he would be losing to the wrong tag team. Yeah. Like, they're, I won't say they're green, but it's just like, not now. It doesn't make sense storyline wise. And then it gives him nothing. Like, yes, he, he has the other belt 
and he has enough charisma to hold that, but eventually he's going to have to give up that as well, right? So it's yeah. better for me, story-wise, to see him, honestly, just even if he doesn't have to have a match, just to talk his shit like every week with three belts like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready for that every week. So I'm going to go and say, absolutely, he retains. Yeah, and and I think um, it, it's a really interesting dynamic because with you have groups like the Righteous, who is like straight up Ring of Honor, right? I think this one will help them kind of get more, get more on the AEW side too. So um, that's another reason why I see MGF uh, retaining. But yeah, that's that's all pretty much AEW in a nutshell. So let's move on to. Uh, what we really came here to talk about, which is WWE, right? A lot has happened. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So let's let's start from the very top. Uh, brand new acquisition: Jay Cargill signs with WWE, and man, the buzz around this has been huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it was like. Yeah, this was like number one draft pick. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah this is the biggest and, like WWE yeah. signing that I've seen. God, honestly, yeah. I wanted to say Goldberg so bad, but that's not true. Um, Sting, mm-hmm. you know, it was already at the tail end anyway, so that didn't matter to me. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Like, has there been a uh, acquisition this big? The only person I can think of is. Like AJ Styles, like that's the only person I can think of. Yeah, when they got signed, it's like, oh, this is a big fucking deal. Like this right. person is going to change. Like the if he was what you know he was supposed to be to the men's division, he's going mm-hmm. to eclipse that by ten when it comes to the women's division. It's it's so yes. good because just as much as we've talked shit about the the WWE and their their misuse of the women's division, right? Mm-hmm. Th- this signing is like a wake-up call for, mm-hmm. you know, TKO, WWE, and just, like, fans of not just, like, women wrestling, but wrestling as well. It's like, oh, yeah. Vince has nothing to do with this shit. It's the first, mm-hmm. it's that first signing from TKO where everybody's like, oh, yeah, they're actually getting gears in motion immediately because they went right. for her almost like instantaneously it was a signing process to me that was just like really fluid i even followed it but what really stuck out to me was the fact that triple h has had her under his wing all fucking week he's been mm-hmm. in the ring training with her yeah and i said mm-hmm. oh th- this is this is going to be some shit where we're not just going to see her lose to charlotte at wrestlemania this is going to be some sh- she's here for a while and she's right. instantly going to be packaged in some major shit. So mm-hmm. for me, it's probably one of my my favorite things that WWE has done since uh, Fire and Vince McMahon last year. So fuck that guy. Fella. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this shit so much. I cannot wait, yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens. Um, I hear yeah. that question, Ash. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. Um, what brand, which brand do you think uh, that she goes on? Do you think she goes on SmackDown or Raw? Which one would be a better fit for her? Raw. You know what? Um, 
Honestly, a part of me too. says, a part of me says, I want her to start in NXT for a while. Oh, well, that's true. Blow it up down there. Right. And then move her. Like, I really want them to be careful with her. Like, yeah. Don't, don't mess this up. Like, you know, yeah. you call people up too soon. Like, man, I, I know she, and, and, and honestly, I want to say because one thing Tony Khan did do with her was he gave her a really strong run. She was undefeated up until the time she left. So, mm-hmm. you know, and each time with each match, she got even better. So that's great. And I just want them to take extra care with how they move her up. You know, start her at NXT because that is technically the developmental brand. You know, so that way she can get used to the WWE system. She can get used to how their cameras work, how they do promos, their culture, and all of that. Either way, she's going to be big. And then by the time she's right, to the main right. roster, it's just going to be on the way up. But yeah. as far as being on the main roster, I see her on Raw, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that way That's we insane. can get her. Yeah. Cool. So that way we can probably get her and maybe uh, a Bianca Belair at some point because mm-hmm. yeah. we got to get that. Yeah. I, I want to say something um, about I this. See we have. Yeah, just, you just really quick. That. Extra quick, yeah. Yeah, just really quick. Um, y'all can mm-hmm. stop mentioning the hurt business, please. Like, just wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, give give it time, bro. Like, and yeah. after the voicemail, we can continue on that because I, I really want to talk about that for a minute. But go ahead and hit that voicemail. Yeah, I would like to see her versus Nia Jax, like in her first, like a first rivalry on WWE. That'd be nice to break her in. No, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want her. I don't want Nia Jax squashing her because yeah, Nia Jax is squashing does. everybody. So, yeah. nah, do not throw. Yeah, do not put Jade in that. You know, <laughs> I, I feel I feel like Jade could hold her own, but nah, they are hell bent yeah. on having Nia Jax squash everybody. Question for you. Um, yeah. Now that Nia Jax is back, because I, I try my hardest to avoid her like the plague, right? Um, <laughs> when it comes to Nia Jax, she, like you said, she's been undefeated since she got back, right? Like, she, she's, right. like, not undefeated, but she's just, like, been winning, right? Um, I just, I don't want her to injure Jade and ruin what exactly. is, like, because it mm-hmm. happens to every single person that is just, like, supposed to be something or when i say supposed to be something like they're supposed to just like come back and just like have a good package and then they face nia jackson some mm-hmm. obscure ass match because they don't have anybody else like no like mm-hmm. for me my my perfect feud for her right to, to start and i understand it's not a main roster thing it's fucking natalia like natalia can carry mm-hmm. a package with her for months yeah it could be a, a two three month four month thing and regardless of her being on main roster and you know you know jay being down at nxt it makes sense because jay's not gonna have to be down there long she they can't have her down there that long there's too many people who are like she needs to be here bro like she needs Mm -hmm. to be up here up top and if you don't do that people want to get pissed off there's too much merch to be had Mm -hmm. there's too many matches that are supposed to be had um like me uh 
I'm, I'm trying to think if she starts at NXT and she's there for four months, then she shows up at Royal Rumble, boom, she gets that, you know, a match or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. for WrestleMania, they set that match up and I, I, I want it to be Bianca so bad, but I feel like they are going to have the, the two of them meet as the final two entrants. Well, not the entrance, but the final two people at Royal Rumble. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been right about this a lot, but it, it does make sense in my head. So Royal Rumble 2024, you got Jade and a return in Bianca Belair. Cause I think at that point she should be back. Right. So I think she was taking like a three yeah. or four month hiatus or something. So she should be yeah. back for mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. She comes back. She's like entrant number like 26. Cause now they, they, don't surprise people with the old oh, number 30 is going to be the retire, you know, the returning person. It's always like mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio. You're like, what the fuck? Like either way. So right. <laughs> you have her like, you know, come in as like number 26 and she takes out, you know, four, you know, three or four people. And then like Jade either ends up being like 29 or 30, or maybe just have Jade be like 19, like right towards the end, but she's not too early. And she's just, you know, holding her own until the end, right? So then you get that that face-off between her and Bianca, and people think it's going to happen at Royal Rumble, and it doesn't, right? So what happens is at Royal um, at WrestleMania, even if Jay doesn't win Royal Rumble, maybe they package her and Bianca as a tag team. Like, that could be, like, the, the plan B. But if she does win, then I would just have her against whoever the champion is at the time. Hopefully not Charlotte, because... Again, I've already said Charlotte's kind of done with the company, right? So there's that. But for me, I would just really love to see that be the course of action when it comes to that. Just no Nia Jax. Um, absolutely not. I do want to see her and Natalia go at it for like three or four months. And as somebody who now has gotten like in tune with NXT, I just don't think there are women of her caliber that are going to have a longstanding feud. Those will be those one matches. Honestly, yeah, I think ahead. Tiffany Stratton. I think Tiffany Stratton mm. might give her a nice little run at NXT. I would love okay. to see that. They're both very athletic, and Tiffany Stratton has gotten a lot better. And I think her feud with Becky Lynch kind of took her up to the next level. So okay. I would like to see her and Jade. Yeah. I got now. See now, I got to sit here. I got to go and look at the tape for her too. Yeah, I, I gotta look at I gotta look at the tape. Yeah, and I think even Becky Lynch is you know she's open to working with Jade, and um, which is cool because uh, Becky Lynch you know talked about the state of the wrestling the women's uh, division recently, and said you know it, it's all about TV time. Like give some more people TV time. You know, give some more folks a chance. You know, to kind of work their way up and now that you know Becky she's an NXT women's champion now I think she can help elevate some folks so Jade versus Becky that would that would be a great um time for Jade you know and like mm-hmm. I said her being an NXT and having those kinds of views can help elevate her and then once she gets to the main roster it's like it's only up from there so no for sure for sure yeah um, but speaking of NXT, um, they have a pay-per-view this Sunday called No Mercy. So uh, we can kind of run through that card and give uh, some predictions on those as well. So kind of kicking off the card, we have Kalani Jordan versus Blair Davenport. Um, 
for those, if you watch NXT, you know, Kelani Jordan was with um, Dana Brick for a while, of course, before Dana was released. But um, she challenged Blair Davenport uh, recently on NXT. So they're going to have a match there. Um, honestly, I think Blair Davenport may pull that one out. Um, I think she's got a little bit more experience um, being over in the UK and working for a while and then coming over to NXT. So I, I think she's going to pull that one out. What y'all think? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not too familiar, to be completely honest. So I, I just want to watch the match and then see, like, okay, will I follow them going forward? Because, uh, yeah. uh, again, I've just been main roster. So with NXT, when I do watch, I already have my favorites that I'm tuning in for. And everyone else, I'm like, okay, yeah. it's, just, it's wrestling that's entertaining. But I feel like it may be a good match, but uh, yeah. the rest of that outside of that match, I'm in tune. I've been doing my research. I've studied. So, you know, you have told me I need to study as well. So, and you know, yeah. I, our, 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 our other favorite lady, she has also told me, you know, I need to start studying. So shout out to Pam. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm getting familiar. I'm going and I'm doing the yeah. research. I'm watching a tape. And NXT, um, it's it's gonna be a really stacked weekend. Let me just say, <laughs> um, yeah. But yep, yeah. Um, but that match, I do want to just watch. Um, I will just enjoy it. It will not be a piss break for me. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. So next up, we have Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin uh, for a singles match. Um, I say Braun Breaker take this one. Um, even since losing the NXT championship to um, Carmelo Hayes. I mean, Braun Breaker has still been on a hot run. He's a heel, so he's got a lot of heat, and he's just wrecking everybody. So I say Braun Breaker takes this one out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Braun, uh, too. Yeah. Mainly, uh, I think my only reasoning for going for Braun is because the way the storyline has been going has kind of been like – it's been geared towards him as if like, this is just supposed to happen mm-hmm. because it needs to end. Truthfully. It's just like, yeah, right, it's, yeah. it's not working. So it's like, let, let this be what it is. And then just let's move on. So Braun has, it has to be for him. So I'm with Braun on this one. Yep. And next up we have, um, NXT, uh, fatal four way for the NXT tag team championships. We have Tony D'Angelo and Stax versus Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo versus the Creed Brothers versus OTM. Now, mm-hmm. honestly, I like Tony D'Angelo and Stax. You know, they, them and uh, Legato de Fantasmo, they had an awesome rivalry last year. And ever since then, it's like, yeah, I, I really enjoy Tony D'Angelo and Stax. So I'm, I'm going to look for them to. Uh, win the NXT Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I, I'm going with... Uh, what, God, what was what, it that you just said? Uh, Los... Uh, I can't say the name. Lotharios? I want to say... Is that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I'm Lola going Barry. with them. Yep. It, it just... It made sense in my head. From the poster and then just... Uh, I feel like the reign of like the Creed brothers is just like already like it, it, it's run its course. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, cool. Like that was, it's good, but they, they have to move on at some point. They have to go to Maine and the, the right. family good. 
um, and OTM, like they, if we can eliminate two of the four teams, now you got OTM and you got the Creed brothers, right? But Creed brothers will mm-hmm. be the champions at that point. It, it just, it just, it only makes sense to me. So I want it. Yeah. I, I just want it to happen. Creed brothers, please, please just win. If you win, it just makes my life more complete because at that point I would be because no, that's the opening match, ain't it? So I would start one and zero. So yeah, please make me one and zero. Please make me one and zero. So far, from so far, the only match that I haven't been able to predict, the only two is one. You know, one we haven't said yet, and the one that I said I, I'm not too versed on. Everything else, yeah, I know I'm going to get these right. I know for a fact I have to get these right. If I don't, I have to go back to the drawing board and watch nothing but NXT for the next week. <laughs> I'm telling you, because all, all my yeah. picks are going to be right. I've been doing too much research this week for my shit to be wrong. Every single pick is going to be right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Every single one. So, Lou, I don't know if you keep in count, but in like your notes app, please you know just do Greg's picks. And if I'm wrong, even on one, I got for an entire week to watch the tape. <laughs> got it <laughs> yep so next up we have Noam Dar versus Butch for the NXT Heritage Cup match um, I still don't understand the whole point of this NXT Heritage Cup I think it might have started off one way and then it just went totally left um, now Noam Dar is just walking around with this big trophy cup so, <laughs> but I sense Butch is on the main roster now. I don't really see him winning this. However, it could be possible. I mean, yeah. um, we have Dominic Mysterio as NXT champion, so who you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, somebody gonna be offended by what I'm about to say. Um, Pete Dunn is gonna win this fucking match. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I don't like this name. Hey, you can't, like, hey, you can't call him Butch, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it. It's it's something about it. it's like it, it's not going to it's not going to register on main roster. He's absolutely going to main roster. They they have now four spots for him. We haven't even touched on that yet. I'm sure we will talk about that after. But there's a spot for a Pete Dunn. There is no spot for a Butch. They've literally eliminated. Or gotten rid of people who would be Butch on main roster. Pete Dunn could go up against AJ Styles. He like I can see that. Like he he has that factor for me. But this Butch guy, everybody's trying to call him or rename him as. Mm-mm. And when it comes to the match, though, that's the only way he matters in uh, main roster. He's going to go up there and talk about that. That that's his that's his ticket in. Most of the the people who are successful when they come from like NXT on up, if they don't have like the big name or they aren't like you know like major major or something like that, like they just were this mm-hmm. big status and they weren't rebranded. What happens is they come with a belt or they come with some type of prestige with them. Like oh I you know I won the Andre the Gi- uh, Giant Challenge, I won this, I won that. Right? He takes the cup, right? Which to me, it, I'm still trying to figure out why we even doing the Heritage Cup thing, right? He goes, wins yeah. the Heritage Cup. Boom. You know what's coming up? Because I want to say they, they changed it now because the um, they don't do the Andre the Giant Challenge at WrestleMania anymore. They do it at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Perfect, t- perfect time for him to come up. Well, you know what? I am 
the NXT Heritage Cup champion, so why can't I be the Andre the Giant champion? Boom, instantly wins that. And he wins it as P. Like, or repackage him to a different that butch shit is not gonna fly for me. Like it just it gives me um bushwhackers, like with the, the arm swinging shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it just right, it's yeah. not it for me. <laughs> no. But um like I would want Dar to win also. I, this is one of those most like for me it's a really confusing match. But ultimately I really just I want Butch slash Pete Dunn to win because if he does, he he has a reason to be at main roster, but this is his ticket in. So I'm going with Butch mm-hmm. to win the Heritage Cup. Yep. So next up, we have the NXT North American Championship match. Champion Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams, uh, who recently won his uh, title shot at a previous NXT show. Um. I got to say, Dominic Mysterio, even with as much heat as he has, he's doing very well. And I'm when I'm talking heat, mm-hmm. whenever he gets on a microphone, the crowd boos. And from what I'm hearing, it's not just, it's not even pumped in booze. Like, people who have attended the shows and seen him there, it's like, it is so loud. So, like, this guy has genuine heat. And, you know, him being a part of one of the biggest groups, Judgment Day. Um, it looks really good for him to retain. However, I think Trick Williams, um, since leaving Carmelo Hayes' side at his right hand, he's he's gotten a lot better. He was already good on the mic. He's getting better in the ring. But I do see Dominic mm-hmm. Mysterio um, pulling out this one and retaining. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same for the same reason that you said, but also um, the WWE got it wrong with Mustafa Ali. Um, but what they, they sure do, did. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. They 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 ruin it. And I'm hoping I'm not like, you know, spoiler alert, like he's no longer there. But when it comes to like what was supposed to happen, that was supposed to be a feud that lasted mm-hmm. Royal Rumble WrestleMania, like and it was supposed to culminate. Like they were just gonna fight in a whole bunch of different bullshit ass matches and then it was just, it built up enough heat to the point where Mustafa actually looked strong. But right. um what I what I do know is when WWE realizes that they're wrong, and this isn't just the Vince regime, this is like other regimes as well. Like, you know, the Triple H regime and stuff like that, where they'll let somebody go, and then before that person can go over somewhere and be successful, or even if they do, they end up coming back and looking better. Um, I don't know if people are familiar with, like, three-man band. All I will say is they were a joke Mm -hmm. then, and then they all, the moment that they broke that up and they, they all dispersed and they got kicked off a roster and all that other stuff, they Ooh. all, all three had successful careers after that. Mustafa, they right. just, yep. they just, they didn't do right by him, but he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back because they'll realize like, if he goes anywhere else, <laughs> it, it's not going to be a good look. They're going to be like, yo, what the, what did we do wrong? Now you have to pay right. more for him because uh, like. Yeah, so I guess what I'm attempting to say is Dominic has to hold on to this title because it would it wouldn't even look right for a Trick to win it because you're diminishing both people at that point because people are going to feel like well, if Trick won, why? Right? Like, is this just like uh, mm-hmm. the Kofi situation again? It's like, oh, you just he he just won it temporarily, but you're going to give it right back, or is it going to be like right. Dominic winning, which is the the obvious pick because it's what's best for business. 
sometimes the best for business pick overall ends up making a better storyline. And for Dominic, I, I feel like even this little moment where Mustafa's not there, he will be back by WrestleMania. There'll be a build by mm-hmm. WrestleMania. There'll be a rebrand. There will be him coming back and all of a sudden he's super ripped. He has like muscles in his neck and shit like that. And we're like, oh, <laughs> oh, he's been gone. And then he just, he causes Dominic to lose it. And then we end up having an even bigger feud where we may or may not see a baby face from him. I'm not trying to, again, not trying to predict the future. This is what I would hope to see out of that storyline. Mm-hmm. But on this particular night, for No Mercy, yeah, there's no way Trick Williams wins. None. Yep. And next up, we have mm-hmm. the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, champion Becky Lynch facing Tiffany Stratton. So they're getting ready to run that match back. Um, and this time, it will be an Extreme Rules match. Listen, like I said, when T- when Tiffany Stratton, Stratton had her match against Becky Lynch when she was NXT Women's Champion, like, she really stepped up her game, like, big time. Like, she was awesome in that match. And I think that's the beauty when you have two competitors together and it's like, you just you just see them step step it up, like, immediately. Like, a switch just goes mm-hmm. off in the head and okay, I got to step it up. I'm against Becky Lynch. I gotta, I can't, I can't have steps. So this is going to be another good match, but I do see Becky Lynch um, retaining this one and she's going to be NXT yeah. Women's Champion for a while. So without a doubt, without a doubt, I love it. I, uh, yeah. again, I, maybe it's just because I really like Becky Lynch. So I'm going with Becky Lynch anyway. Like, I, I just feel like the title's hers for the moment, you know, going forward because she realizes like, y'all, like, yeah, it's it's like it's just a really good fit for her for me like yeah they could have given her smackdown or raw and stuff like that but they're also trying to build the women's division becky don't need those belts but she she just looks mm-hmm. more comfortable in this position it just feels like she's back at home right. and whenever i see people go back mm-hmm. to nxt i used to always be like god like they, they're going back because they just don't want vince under their thumb you know they don't want to be under vince's thumb and shit but then it's like, no, they just look comfortable. The stories are there. And they're also right. helping build up mm-hmm. the people who, when they were there at that point, there was nobody to help them build up. So they were all just kind of doing it together. But now they're helping build these people because eventually right. NXT is going to be like, I hate to say it, it's going to be better than Raw. People are like, oh, like Raw is like the, mm-hmm. the, the show that like the, the older people go. Like, and that's what it is now. It's like, okay, that main roster of Raw mm-hmm. is like, all right, that's where the seasoned people go. And that's where the storylines are built. That's where the money is made for the ticket sales. Right. If you want to watch wrestling, if you want to be entertained with the storylines, go to NXT. So, uh, right. again, her going back to the storylines, the wrestlings and the, like, and the plot and stuff. Yeah, it's right there. So, again, I, I'm all for... Becky Lynch winning this weekend. Yep. And last but not least, we have NXT Championship. So NXT Champion Carmelo Hayes will face Ilya Drogonov. And they're going to run this one back, too. Um, if you remember this match. And I'm trying to remember when was it Great American Bash that they last met? But, man, that was an awesome, awesome match. So I expect nothing less now, who's going to pull it out? Um, I hope Carmelo Hayes can, but something tell me is like Ilya Drogonov might win this one. He's been extra 
extra strong and extra over with the crowd. So it might be a little toss up with this one. Yeah, what do you think, Ray? I, I don't want to pick because right now I'm 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 on my shit and so far I'm undefeated. So just um, I've, I've, um, I've been putting everything in the notes too. So um, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I, I'm I'm going to say and I don't want to. Um, Carmelo's getting the bump. He's going to get the call, so he's he's going to lose tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, that night he's going to lose tonight. Um, he's leaving NXT. Like now, he doesn't have like the handcuff. Like the handcuff is done, so that's gone. And then, yeah, truthfully, I know this is going to sound crazy, but if he ups and leaves or whatever and goes to main roster, and Dominic just by the you know just by chance, right? Dominic wins, you mm-hmm. know, the North American Championship or retains it against Trick, right? They're just going to go and have Trick. And Don, uh, what's his name? And Carmelo go to main roster together, and they'll appear together for a while. And guess who they're gonna go against? Guess guess who they're gonna have them just package the, the, the hurt business? And I oh, I can't, uh-huh. ooh, I can't wait! Ooh, 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 I can't wait! Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I, <laughs> it, and, and and then I'm telling you, I know it's gonna sound crazy, but he, hear me out because we we just we just talked about her for about 20 minutes. Um. Imagine the Hurt Business and Bianca at WrestleMania versus Carmelo, Trick, and Jade. <laughs> this wow. is so sweet. I, wow. That 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 is that is wow. a fucking that can you imagine it's it's what everybody wow. wants. It's what's best. Can you imagine that fucking match at WrestleMania? That would be crazy. Yo. That would be crazy. Can, can we just Hey, hey, Lou! Please put put a pin in that right there. That that's not even just a dream match. Like that's the best way to honestly have wow. the two of them have a have a battle or have a fight at WrestleMania. But they're both protected, so it's like okay, regardless of who wins or loses, we are all entertained because everybody, right. like, yo, like it looks like a mirror of each other, right? Everybody's being introduced in their, right. their first yeah. big like match together, and then mm-hmm. and then you don't have to worry about the faction shit because everybody keeps saying. Oh well, why don't you just put them both in a hurt business? Like, no. In, in my head, I was right, like, why don't you yeah. just put Trick and Carmelo, have them together or whatever, and they're going against the hurt business. Like, hey, we're here now, y'all here now, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, like, even if they're on two different factions, just when they get introduced, the hurt business does some shit where it's like, oh, y'all think y'all are us or something like that. But you know who you don't have? MVP, right? You, you know, but MVP mm-hmm. is like a glorified right. valet, right? So you would just have to find a valet, <laughs> maybe like a Booker T or some shit like that, right? Have like Booker yeah. T or I, I can't think of somebody else who would be uh, another variant of like MVP. But you don't need that because you just got Carmelo, you got Trick. And it's just the two of them. And then mm-hmm. Jade's like, okay, they need a third. They, you know, y'all need a woman to come against y'all or whatever, you know, to come with y'all in order to take them on for this fight at WrestleMania. And then boom, she comes out. And everybody's like, holy shit, mm-hmm. she came up from NXT that... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So you're saying <laughs> Carmelo Hayes? You're saying Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, and Jade versus who? Yes. Versus For the Hurt Business. Versus basically Bianca Belair and um, 
God, what is, what is their name? Uh, always call them Ray Cup. Yeah, boys. Bobby um, Lashley. <laughs> the Street Profits. <laughs> the Street Profits. <laughs> the Ray Cup boys. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, because they're trying to turn Street Profits like extra heel. And it's like, they look so super uncomfortable. But I think it, I think it's going to happen eventually. I think it's going to be like a slow build up to their heels. You know, so and maybe Bianca should turn heel. You know, she was healing in next So I think it would be a good look all around. So I could definitely see what I can see what you're cooking. So yeah. But uh yeah, that's pretty much uh NXT No Mercy. But let's move on to other WWE news. Um, one being that they have um secured another long TV deal with um USA Network. So basically, SmackDown will be moving from Fox back over to USA on a five-year deal beginning October 2024. Um, And that's according to a WWE official press release. So um, they've agreed to an NBC Universal five-year domestic media rights partnership that will bring Friday Night SmackDown back to USA beginning October 24. And additionally, WWE will produce four primetime specials per year that will air on NBC, uh, marking the first time WWE will air on the network in primetime. That's according to the press release. So um, that's pretty dope. But also on the uh, WWE TV rights front, they've also announced a new broadcast rights deal in Japan. <laughs> so WWE announced this morning that the company has entered a new broadcasting rights agreement with TV Abima, um, which is a free ad-supported streaming platform in Japan. The agreement will see both WWE Raw and SmackDown broadcast for free in the country with Japanese commentary available on the shows for the first time. Um, also, WWE will be offering premium live events um, available to watch on the platform. And NXT will be available to watch on demand as a part of um, the agreement. Um, and this deal will actually begin starting with Raw next week. So that's that's pretty huge. And it's pretty huge for another reason, because New Japan also has a TV partnership with Abima. So I, I see what WWE is doing. They're stepping on some toes. You know, they're bringing their big boots across the Pacific, stepping on some some toes. Like, yeah, we, we know we got y'all listed as a risk, but we're big risk to y'all, too. So, yeah. And speaking of financial, <laughs> speaking of financial risk, um, after the TKO uh, merger was complete, uh, they made a new SEC filing, um, basically, which is what you have to do if you're a publicly traded company. Right. So um, in that filing they have a risk factors factors um, section and they listed several companies as risk factors. Um, some being MMA like Bellator um, other companies they listed were pro wrestling companies such as AEW impact wrestling, ring of honor, new Japan, um, MLW, which is huge um, because uh, someone actually on Twitter actually pointed out the fact that, uh, WWE has never had a fighting like this before, where they listed other companies as, uh, you know, potential financial risks. 
Um, and of course, they they did this because um, you know these companies also offer live events. They also have streaming companies, so um, these promotions also offer on demand programming. So, say it's a Saturday night, and you know you have a choice to watch, say a AEW or a WWE. A lot of times, people don't choose AEW, so that's a huge risk to WWE's bottom line at the end of the day. But um, we have two more voice notes, so uh, let's play those really quick. Hey, what's up, guys? Up in the panel, have you guys talked about the Go uh, Logan Paul yet? What are your thoughts on his um, upcoming boxing match? And after he wins that one, how do you see him winning a? WWE title because I think he's going to win all of them, but I think he's going to win the USA champion first. Uh, the GOAT? Oh. I wouldn't really call him the GOAT. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want Fox. He's Fox's. bad. I don't know. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. When it comes to Logan, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I wasn't doing anything. I'm still trying to breathe. I guess, I'm laughing. <laughs> all, 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 all I'll say is, like, Logan Paul, if if Logan Paul is going to end up being the, the, the GOAT, then the lion would have to be Bad Bunny, right? Because, like, it would just, it just makes sense. I just, yeah. in my head, I can't even conceptualize the fact that Logan Paul would ever get a belt again. Because I think he had a belt at a, at a point, right? Either, did he have like a twenty four seven or yeah something that it didn't so. even matter because yeah. it's like yeah like just no for him right and he he's very entertaining but he's like he's like the new age Shane McMahon for me where it's like mm-hmm. we can do that in small doses I don't want to see that shit every other pay per view I don't want to see you doing right. high flying acrobatics and shit like it, it he gives me the vibes of um, Kofi Kingston, like at Royal Rumble, trying to figure out the the, the next creative way to not get eliminated right. by like standing on his hands right. and like right. jumping off of steps and shit. And it's like, okay, now what are you gonna do? You, go, you like you gonna get a ladder and just like like no, no, bro. Like for him, mm-hmm. he he is a a good highlight, but it's run its course. And the reason why I say it's run its course is because when you look historically at a lot of like the Tysons of the world, the LTs of the world, those people, the Snoop Dogs of the world, those people who've come in to kind of like be a spectacle, like he, mm-hmm. he still, he got that pop that he did at WrestleMania for the WrestleMania moment. Nobody could tell you about the match. They just remember the moment. And that, that's mm-hmm. fine to have a WrestleMania moment. But if he's going to be the guy who has WrestleMania moments, there's no way he could be a GOAT. There's no way he's going to get a title. Because unlike, you know, a certain champion who comes around five or six times a year, they're not going to allow Logan Paul to take the U.S. title at least. And say, so, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Cause imagine, imagine Logan being a part-timer with a belt and having Roman as a part-time belt holder. Oh, it just man. doesn't work that way. Like people would riot. People already, they're saying shit now in 2023 that we've been saying since 2021, which is crazy. When I was saying, when Lou was saying, we're like, yo, like, 
how, how long do we have to go? We went through an entire pandemic with fucking Roman having a belt, bro. And we were like, oh, people back outside that, you know, jobs are requiring people to go back to work. He's still, he don't even come back to work. That's the fucked up part about it. He's the only person <laughs> that has not returned to work. So imagine Logan, who he, he literally, he, he won a fight and then got on Vince's private plane to go to his brother's fight two and a half, it wasn't even two hours later. I think it was like an hour and a half after. Against Jetstream. So it's like, yo, like he just went and he can do what he wants. But the issue of doing what you want is when it comes to that, you have to be good enough to actually tell a story. Logan Paul doesn't tell a story. He, he's, mm-hmm. he, he just doesn't. He, he's just hardy to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the acrobatics right. and all that other shit. But yeah. no, I've, I've never... Yeah, I've never gotten a good storyline out of Jeff Hardy, ever. Mm-hmm. And somebody would say, oh, remember this? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I said Jeff Hardy. I didn't say the, uh, the, the Hardy boys. I didn't say Matt and Jeff. I said Jeff Hardy. Because <laughs> somebody will listen to this podcast and somebody's going to message me or somebody's going to say something on Twitter. And if we ever become famous and they come and listen to this shit, I'm like, well, Greg, why'd you even say that? I'm like, think about the last time you ever heard or, or thought that Jeff Hardy had a good storyline. The, the, only, the only storyline that, like, and I have no idea why I remember this, but it was with his run with TNA, and he switched mm-hmm. his character to Willow, I think his name was. Yeah, exactly. Um, How long ago was that? 2014? Well, way before the pandemic. Yeah, it was way before the pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that was the last time I could remember him doing pretty much damn near anything except what he does now. Yeah. So uh, with with Logan, I don't want to, I know I just compared them. I just see so many variables about them that just like, I see like the, the parallels, but my mm-hmm. issue at least with Logan Paul is he, he's like every other highlight person that they want the perks of being full-time, but they want to be part-time. Like mm-hmm. him, Brock, Roman, Rousey, Charlotte, like though there are some that are like, okay, they're not really full time. They here when they want to be here, and mm-hmm. like when you see them, it's like, oh, they instantly get a title shot. They instantly get like the big match. They instantly like why? Like what did they do for that? And the answer is not a fucking thing. So it's like, so why we, why are we giving it to them? And the answer is it's because of them. They're big name. They're box office. They're box mm-hmm. office, but are they Hall of Famers? Are they yeah. like Logan Paul will probably be a first ballot Hall of Famer just because, right? You're like, oh, like that's great. Like, you know who else would be like a Hall of Famer? The Miz. Like, mm-hmm. for me, The Miz has done more than Logan Paul. But when you think about it, there is no Logan Paul for real without the fucking Miz. Like, Miz made Logan Paul who he was. He's on it. Like, the only person I can say, like, celebrity wise, like, Bad Bunny came and it's like, oh, like he, he studied the craft and everything like that. Logan Paul was just like naturally athletic. Like he just, he, he right. has that aesthetic, right? So when you see a dude mm-hmm. who's fucking 6'3", jumping off the top rope, you're like, oh, that, that looks different. It's like, yeah, because you don't see fucking people who are 6'3", jumping 15 feet, honestly doing things that they saw as a kid, doing it as an adult. That would be fun if you could do that shit. When he's like, he said he was inspired by Shane doing it. Yeah, you would think so. So when you see him do a, you know, what is it, um, coast to coast or something like that, when he does that, it's like, oh, we saw Shane do that. But now yeah. Jordan, uh, not Jordan, 
Mm-hmm. But Logan's doing it. But mm-hmm. Hall of Fame goat? Yeah, no. If if he's a goat, that means that Dom, <laughs> uh, Dominic Mysterio and him are going to retire. I'm telling you, that means him and Dominic Mysterio would have to go into the Hall of Fame together. Oh, like they, they would have to go to they would have to go together. Like when we think about future Hall of Fames, like you have to think about like, okay, the the celebrity shit was cute, but eventually like. They're going to run out of these celebrities that they can do because now the celebrities are the wrestlers. You got the Bad Bunny's probably going to go in the Hall of Fame. You're going to have Jordan, um, Logan Paul go into the Hall of Fame, but they're not going just for the, their wrestling acumen. They're going to go because mm-hmm. they're celebrities. They, they haven't really done anything. Yeah. They just made a couple WrestleMania moments. LT's in the Hall of Fame for making a WrestleMania moment. Mike Tyson, WrestleMania right, moment. Yeah. Like Donald yeah. Trump, WrestleMania moment. Um, the Ultimate right. Warrior's wife, WrestleMania mode. Like, th- there are certain people who just made it just because of that. They didn't make it because they did anything kind of like important to wrestling. They made it because of either affiliation or who they are, like who they were in that moment. So, yeah, like if that's if that's what we're saying, like he, God, I'm, I hate to sound this way. It's gonna sound really fucked up to say, but it's the truth. Um, Jordan Love is essentially Vicky Guerrero. In the Hall of Fame, I know it sounds fucked. It's true. Like, yeah, she like when I think of Vicky Guerrero, she had a hell of an impact, right? Immediately, like box office name. Like when you think about like Eddie Guerrero, like you think of him. But then you're like, oh, well, this Vicky Guerrero, and you're like, damn, like she she had her own name, right? When you think of Jake Paul, you think, oh, he has a brother. What is his brother's name? Oh, Logan Paul. Yeah, the the one that does wrestling, right? He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, he had a few matches on there where he, like, he jumped off the top rope and did, like, you know, like, fancy, like, you know, acrobatic shit. And he was like, yeah, but did he win anything? No. Um, did he ever do, like, a tag match? No. Did he, like, have a valet? No. So what's his package? Oh, just a couple of things that Shane McMahon did 15 years before that. So, yeah, no. Not, not a GOAT. Not Hall of Fame. If he is Hall of Fame, it'll be in the celebrity quadrant. <laughs> it won't be the... Because he was the greatest wrestler of all time. That's what I was going to say. He'd be in the the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But yeah, we have one more voice note. Let me go ahead and play that one. Question. Is WWE leaving Peacock? Question. Is WWE leaving Peacock? And going back to pay-per-view? Or are they staying on Peacock? Because if they're leaving Peacock, damn. I think they're staying um, on Peacock. Um, I, I do think they still do the pay-per-views, though. Um, but yeah. I definitely think they're staying on Peacock. My, my I, I, goal, I think so, too. My goal is to get all of us to just use IPTV. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get Cashley on it. I'm going to get Lou on it. I'm going to get John on it, Big Man 305. Um, because we should not have to pay for all these fucking services, bro. We should not. Um, and with TKO, it's, like, it's a lot. It, it, it's a lot. That that It's like three or four subscriptions in one. Um, I just found out. Luckily, like I, I have Verizon and they gave me, you know, they give me the bundle with uh, Disney, Hulu, and... Um, and ESPN, they're like, oh yeah, the price went up to like fifteen ninety nine or sixteen ninety nine. The shit used to cost eight bucks, and I'm trying to figure out what has changed about like anything 
about the platform. Mm-hmm. Nothing, right? And then when you think about that, like even with ESPN, which houses UFC fights, right? Like if you watch UFC Fight Night, some of the fights are free, but then some of them you have to pay for. But it's like, wait, I'm already paying for ESPN. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. But then you have pay-per-views that are costing, and it's not like when pay-per-views used to cost $29.99, $39.99, $49.99. These fucking pay-per-views are costing 80 bucks, 90 bucks, 110 bucks. That shit didn't start until fucking um Floyd Mayweather ended up fighting Manny Pacquiao and they had that $99 pay-per-view. And everybody's like, yo, I'm paying a hundred dollars to watch a pay-per-view. We used to pay $29 for it. Now all pay-per-views feel as though mm-hmm. they are worth that. Here's the issue with that. A boxing fight that you may see one or two big fights a year, I can justify the $99. A pay-per-view that's an extend, uh, an extension of a storyline every month, and WWE is charging $49 for, they're charging for that, which is crazy to me. You're charging $49, essentially, mm-hmm. to watch some shit that, I hate to be the person to say this, that you can get online. You can literally go on Reddit and just find it, or you can do what I've been telling our group in private. Just get IPTV. Watch all that shit if you want to. So, like, if you have subscription fatigue, then, you know, you're with me. Or if you were here at the beginning of the streaming wars and you remember WWE Network, where you could just honestly watch mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you wanted for $9.99. No, it, at one point it was $7.99. Then it was $9.99, mm-hmm. right? So... Because they had yep. the the, mm-hmm. the the six months where it was seven ninety nine. It's like, hey, you can you know if you sign up today, you get six months to a year of WWE Network for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. And then after the six to twelve months, then guess what? It it'll only be nine dollars ninety nine cents, but it's forever. And then they say, you know what? This doesn't work, so we're just going to go to Peacock. And now people are using a terrible ass interface with Peacock. You can only watch it on, you know, one device at a time. You can't watch it and then say, hey, friend, here's my password. You can do that because now you're like, oh, well, fuck right. now. My shit gets paused and yours is behind and lagging and shit. No. So mm-hmm. ultimately for me, I'm just going to keep saying this. So I'm blue in the face. Google IPTV. Go to Reddit. Figure out IPTV. No one should be paying cable prices to watch shit like this. Like right now, as we are recording live, I'm watching a terrible Monday, uh, Thursday night football game. Terrible game. It's on Amazon Prime. People have to pay to watch terrible football. It's crazy to me. So I get what I'm saying, this is, can you imagine? Like I went to a bar last week and they didn't want to show the game because it was on Prime. <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't get Amazon Prime. So it's like, wait, so bars don't even want to sh- bars don't want to show Thursday night. F- they rather miss out on money uh, on money than pay for a terrible football game that they used to show for free. So when it comes to wow. at least the w- like WWE, um, they have no choice but to either stay with Peacock or go exclusive to ESPN. But they are going to ruin all their partnerships because Fox and ESPN. Do not like each other at all. They'd rather deal with ABC Mm. and Fox than they ever would with ESPN. Because what happens is ESPN takes about like, I think they take a 60, 40 percentage of everything. So when you go and you say, oh, I'm going to go. 
Yeah. Imagine if they go like Dana, I'm sure he had like, he struck a deal years ago. Right. But whenever you buy a UFC event, that's why with ESPN, when the deal that they have with UFC, they will show you UFC fight night. They'll show you the preliminaries and stuff like that. Right. However, when it gets to the main card, they're like, Hey, you want to see that Adesanya fight? (laughs) You want to see that John Jones fight? You want to see the main, the, the shit people actually care about? Those fight parties and stuff? Oh, yeah, you got to pay us $74. You're like, wait, what the fuck? I'm paying I'm paying 8 to 10 bucks, 15 bucks, whatever the fuck the, the package is for ESPN. It's like, yeah, but see, you get UFC, but only until the main card. The main card starts at 10, and you got to pay an extra amount. UFC does that shit. College football doesn't do it. NBA doesn't do it. Like, all of them, they have their own package, but... The reason why I'm bringing this up and I'm making like such a stink about it is because that TKO deal eventually is going to want to house everything under one bubble. And where mm. UFC's bread is buttered, it's over on ESPN, right? And Peacock is an ABC product. Fox just linked the deal with, uh, not Fox, uh, what do you call it? USA just linked the deal with, um, mm-hmm. with Raw and SmackDown, right? So you have those, but USA is a public channel. So as long as you have some semblance of cable, you can have that. Which means that what's going to happen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for a lot of people, USA uh, USA is not going to be on like Hulu, uh, like Hulu TV and YouTube TV very long because that deal is going to go against all the terms and services of TKO. Because TKO is all about making Mm -hmm. their money back. So eventually, they're going to try to figure out what service are we going to go to. So either they're going to stay on Peacock and say, hey, we're going to show everything here, you know, back catalog and everything like that. They're going to go to ESPN where they say, hey, all of the wrestling, since it is a sport, ESPN is a sports app. We're going to go and put everything and house it there. And then if you want to watch the pay-per-views, you have to pay through the app. It's it's gonna be a really convoluted thing. I just just steal the shit. I, I was trying to avoid saying just steal the shit because <laughs> just steal the shit. That's all I'm saying. Just steal the shit. <laughs> so yeah, so to kind of wrap up WWE news. Of course, when you have a a merger of this magnitude, of course, there's going to be post merger cuts. Um, there were a lot of cuts. And at first, it started within um, WWE front office, and now it's uh, reached the actual talent rosters. Um, the first big cut was Mustafa Ali, which shocked me, um, and in my opinion, was a huge fumble on the part of WWE. Um, they had something really big with him, and it just felt like over time he was like he almost became the token so whenever they would do the crown jewels in saudi arabia or uh they could kind of bring him out there see he's our our middle eastern muslim performer you know kind of like how they do jinder mahal over in india now he's he was like the token which is unfortunate because i mean this guy's awesome not only in terms of look but on the microphone the moves i mean they really had something and they just didn't know what to do with him at all, which was very unfortunate. 
So yeah, Mustafa Ali was the big cut of um, the day. And this all all began on September 21st. I mean, of course, wrestling Twitter was on fire as a result of these cuts. Um, the next up, the next person up uh, to be cut was Emma. Um, <laughs> and those who remember when she came back from Impact um, after being cut by WWE the first time, um, I think we 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 had hopes for her too, um, but they kind of reverted her back to her old Emma gimmick, and it's like, oh, geez, man. I mean, she made a nice name for herself um, in Impact Wrestling. She was their Knockouts champion. Like she she really established herself again um, outside of the gimmicky stuff, and then she was brought back and became a gimmick again, and we didn't see her again at all. Um, next up to be released was Rick Boogs. Um, if you remember him, he was with um, Shinsuke Nakamura, and he kind of had to grow on me too, but I actually liked him and Shinsuke together. Um, he got hurt uh, after SummerSlam, and we just didn't see him again, and unfortunately, he got cut. Um, Aaliyah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if uh, everyone um, remembers her too much, but she was in NXT for a while, but then she was drafted to SmackDown in 2021. Um, I don't think she was really ready for the main roster like that, but she did have a chance to um, win the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with Raquel Rodriguez. Um, but yeah, 2022, that was the last time we saw her on TV. So. Um, moving on, uh, the next to be released was Elias. Um, another fumble, in my opinion. Um, uh, this guy was just naturally over with his gimmick. Um, and they, they didn't know what, what to do with him. And it's just really unfortunate. Yeah. The question about Elias, like mm-hmm. the rest of the people you've named so far, they made like public, like proclamations and they were like, Hey, you know, you know, thank you to the WWE, blah, 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 blah. I don't think Elias has said a single fucking thing. I haven't seen anything. And I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, yo, like, I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen him say anything. Yeah, but I don't the, think the, I have either. I think the, the last fact, thing I saw him, yeah. The fact that we went and <laughs> I know we made jokes about it because it was fucking funny. When we were talking about how he shaved his beard and he looked like Hulk, the like Hulk Hogan, not Hulk Hogan, um, the Ultimate Warrior and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he went from the Elias character to um, only Lou remembers Ezekiel. this dude's fucking Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yes, bro, Ezekiel. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I can't believe I can't believe they released his brother too. No, exactly. Right. But that's the thing. Did, did the, here's the thing. Did they release him? <laughs> did they? Uh, or, or they good kept, <laughs> they kept Ezekiel. They say, you know what? Get, get the guitar guy the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but, but keep going, Cash. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next up to be uh, released was Top Dollar, um, <laughs> which was crazy, right? Because they cut him, but yet they kept B-Fab and Adonis. Um, I want to say Top Dollar, he had potential, right? But I think the death nail in his coffin was when he tried to jump over the top rope and, like, couldn't quite make it. 
And so it just looked extra sloppy. And then Michael Cole just started making fun of him from then on. So, yeah, I think that was pretty much his death nail. But I got to say, bro, when they brought him back, it wasn't the same after Swerve left. Um, Swerve, who's now in AEW, uh, was um, the leader of Hit Row. And after he left, um, after being released, it, it just wasn't the same. So it, it kind of feels the same now that Top Dollar's being released as well. Um, next up, Riddick Moss. Uh, he, he's been released. And um, if you remember, he was with Baron Corbin for a while as Matt Cat Moss. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think they knew exactly what to do with him. He's had two different names since joining the uh, main roster. And, yeah, I don't think they really knew what to do with him. But next up, Shelton Benjamin. Um, Shelton Benjamin was pretty much like a vet in the business. Um, and he was a part of her business, which really bothered me how they disbanded the her business. Um, it was him, Cedric Alexander, and uh, of course, MVP. And they were an awesome faction. So the fact that they split them up really bothered me. But yeah, it, he and um, Cedric Alexander just kind of lingered after that. Um, but yeah, Shelton Benjamin, I think if anything, he could possibly go back to Japan if he wanted to. Um, he still has connections out there and they still speak very highly of him. So he could pretty much go anywhere at this point. Um, the next big shocking release was Dolph Ziggler. Um, man, I'm, he's a multi-time world champion, um, multi-time international champion, United States champion. And I mean, they, they released him. I I didn't see that coming at all, to be honest. And, you know, he actually has um, his brother is actually in, in AEW. So um, I believe his brother's name is Nick Nimmeth. So who knows? He, will we see him in AEW? Who knows? Um, next up, Quincy Elliott. Um, I don't know if too many people remember him, but um, he was was a very flamboyant character in NXT, but um, he was also let go, along with Bryson Montana, Dana Brooke, um, Mace, who was a member of Retribution, uh, Mansoor uh, also was a tag team of uh, partner of Mason. He was also let go, which is unfortunate because he was also became that token quote unquote Muslim uh, for WWE. When they would have a crown jewel, just like Mustafa Ali, they bring bring both of them out and have a match, and you know. Um, next up to be released was Shanky. Um, he was on the main roster for a while with Jinder Mahal, but then they brought him back to uh, NXT, and unfortunately, he got cut as well. Um, Dabba Kato, Yulisa uh, Leon, Danny MacArthur, um, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow. Um, the next big release that was pretty shocking was Matt Riddle, um, a part of RK Bro with Randy Orton. But unfortunately, he had a lot of personal issues. So I think as shocking as it is, um, a lot of people saw it coming. I think he got a lot of chances that a lot of people didn't get to mess up and he just couldn't get right. So, um, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but he, he definitely... I could, you you so. wanna know what's so you wanna know what's so funny is I think they would have still given him another chance. And the mm-hmm. reason why is because 
they could have cut him after the whole airport shit two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they said, nah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. We'll sit back. We'll kick back. And we'll just release him with everybody else. They could have made right. a decision to shit on him like they, they've done every other person who's had allegations like that, including Vince. Right. They said, no, mm-hmm. we'll just make it, we'll make it lighthearted because, you know, he is who he is. He's a part of a community and things of that nature. But for me, what kind of really fucked me up about the situation with him was he knew everything he had done wrong and continued to do mm-hmm. wrong because right in his in his eyes, it's like they're not going to get rid of me. I'm like Matt Riddle. Right. And we were mm-hmm. ju- we just talked about him multiple times. Like we talked about him multiple times throughout this year. And none of us had him on the radar of people that are going to be like let go by the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first year that I can comfortably say the people who were released won't be missed, and the ones who you feel like are going to be missed, it's like they'll be better off somewhere else where they're utilized better. That's right. Like it's it's, yeah. it's not like last year where I was mm-hmm. like Bray, what the fuck? Like what? Right. Like, certain shit Mm -hmm. last year i I was like mystified if we can Mm -hmm. be completely honest here as somebody who cashly will tell you i was am is could have been should have been a fan of emma but what i do know is Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's a dime a dozen Mm -hmm. and the thing is Mm -hmm. she's also not a good wrestler she's not like she she's a she she has the physique of a like she has the Becky Lynch like aesthetic, but she doesn't have the skill at all. Mm-hmm. And I know I know that's it sounds fucked up. Go look at the tape. <laughs> just, honestly, just look at her. Um, she was more concerned about being like on Instagram, right? And you know, just being a person. She wanted to be a personality. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be a face. She didn't want to wrestle. As a result, they're like, what the fuck? Like, because I would see you on Instagram, I'm like, yo, she's on, you know, she's hiking, she's biking, she's going on these trips to all these exotic places. You're supposed to be fucking wrestling. Like, ain't that what you can't, you said you was coming back to do? But a, a lot of those people, I know this is going to sound crazy, it's the equivalent of you work at a place that doesn't notice that you don't do no work. <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool. But then when they got to pull back the books and they're like, well, what the fuck do you actually do? And the answer is nothing. Then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You can go first. Right. Right. So she can Mm -hmm. go. Um, there was some people that would have been on that list (laughs) if they didn't have their walking papers drawn up for them already, or they didn't quietly leave. Right. Like Lacey Evans would have been on that fucking list. Let's be completely honest here. Mm -hmm. She ain't been good ever. Like right. she's been she's been garbage the entire fucking time she her entire tenure. Somebody would say, "Well, great, it's kind of fucked up to say." If you can point to me a good Lacey Evans match, I would give you five bucks because it's probably only five of those matches, and I'm gonna give you a dollar for each, right? But mm-hmm. um, like there are certain people that I feel as though like they they weren't cut, but they should have been. Like the the biggest one on my list. Nikita Lyons. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You you can feel how you feel. Oh yeah. A, oh yo. my goodness. Yeah. Yo, she 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 she's I'm under, shocked. Only she's, she's protect she's protected by Triple H. Triple H has like 
you know, he probably gets a list of people that they're like, hey, we trying to let this person go, that person go, this person, blah, 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 blah. She was on that fucking list. She was she was on the short list. That's how bad it was. She has not wrestled in almost two years. She, she's out here popping pussy, twerking, um, doing makeup to twer- all, all this other stupid shit. And it's like, yo, and, she, and the thing is, she keeps lying to people, which is crazy to me. She keeps saying shit like, oh, yeah, I'm preparing for my comeback. And blah. I'm like, okay, now. I'm not a I'm not an idiot. I, I understand. Yes, you can have knee surgery, and there's certain things you can do, but it's not as strenuous as wrestling. I get that. However, what people fail to realize is she had injured. Uh, was it the ACL? She had already injured an ACL yep. before. Well, she was out mm-hmm. for nine to ten months. Right? She came back. Yep. Because she, you know, I guess they needed her. They had a shortage. Whatever the fuck the case may have been behind the scenes. She came back. She was there for maybe two, three, what, two months? Re-injures, you know, herself again. She been out since, I say what, like November of 2021? It, it, it had to have been that. The only reason I remember it being that long is because she has, like, she was talking about how Drake was following her on Twitter, on Instagram mm-hmm. back in 2021. It's like, well, why the fuck would he be fo- Oh, because you're out here. On TikTok, she's been literally injured so long. She don't even post po- uh, pictures of the ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, whoever. She used to post photos like that. Now it's just like, oh, she's just out here in, you know, just in videos <laughs> twerking and shit. I'm like, what the what the fuck are we doing? And mm-hmm. that, and right. I hate to be right about this shit, or I hate Vince to be right about this shit, because what he used to do is he used to try to protect a lot of the wrestlers kind of personalities by like, Hey, just don't post certain things on social media. Don't go on Twitch. Don't because at some point the audience doesn't connect with you as a wrestler or a talent or a superstar. And then they just start seeing you as like you. And that's not what the fuck people came for because it'd be different if it's like, okay, your, your Twitter handle wasn't Nikita lions. Your Twitter name is, whatever the fuck my real name is dot nine or something like that. Right. Like you're actually still posing yourself to be who the fuck you are. So when Lacey Evans was still Lacey Evans, uh, Lacey Evans, WWE, but she's talking about how she's about to start an only fans. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Are we, where have we gotten to bro? Like we, we literally have to put a reset button on a lot of these people. And it's not just the, the women, it's the men as well. The issue is it hit for Nikita. If she makes it past the WrestleMania cut and she hasn't returned, I have to question some shit because that would make it now mm-hmm. not one, not two, but three WrestleManias that she's missed where she could have been called up. They literally had to go and sign Jade because essentially Nikita would have been in the fucking main roster. They had to bring back the yeah. no talent mm-hmm. ass um, Nia Jax. Nia Jackson and Nikita Lyons are essentially the same person. One white, one black. They both have the same body build. They're supposed to go in and kind of like be the the opposing threat to mm-hmm. the, the the smaller women in the, the women's division, right? When I say smaller, meaning like, yeah, they're fucking 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, and then here comes Nikita at 5'10". Like, do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm really pissed mm-hmm. off with her because... Everybody knows when I found out about Nikita Lyons, I'm like, oh, she's a thick white girl. Like, cool. Wait, well, I'm with it. And then she started opening her mouth about stupid shit. Like, you know, this is, and this is how long it's been since <laughs> she's been just fucking up, bro. Like, do you remember, like, the election of 2020 and she was talking that MAGA shit and she was 
talking about yeah why mm-hmm. we should do this mm-hmm. i'm like what the fuck bro they, they started calling her mm-hmm. mega mommy yeah. she started being called mega mommy that is fucking crazy to me then after that she had the first injury and everybody's like okay cool you know that's only a you know a six to eight month injury she stays out for nine to ten months she comes back and she instantly gets thrown in the, you know, in the main event matches and the matches that matter because it's Nikita Lions, right? Like, she's supposed to come back. And it's not like she has, like, a whole bunch of shit she does. She has, like, the, the kickboxing moves and she has the, 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 the Rikishi squat type of shit, right? And then she injures herself again or she gets injured again, right? And I'm sitting there. I'm yeah. like, okay. And I, I don't want to talk about this too long because I'm, I'm getting pissed off the more I talk about it. But... She goes from telling people on social media, hey, I'm going to be back and everything like that. You know, I'm just trying to recover from my knee surgery and all these other things. I'm like, cool. But then she would post a video like three hours later of her not even just twerking. She's doing like splits and shit. She's, I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? Y'all? Like, I can't be the only one who sees this. So to round up what I'm saying is... Not only do I feel as though, and I hate to just like talk about somebody with, you know, losing a job or something like that as somebody who's lost their job, but she doesn't take wrestling serious. And just like, like she, she's, she's no longer, she no longer wants to just be a wrestler. Nobody's saying that's all you have to do. But the thing is like, that's also your bread and butter. She's making it like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I'm Nikita Lyons, but I also wrestle, but we ain't seen you fucking wrestle. But that's the issue. It's been mm-hmm. two years and you ain't done shit. And you keep lying, telling people, oh, I'm on the way back. If she shows up on fucking NXT next week, then I'll apologize. I'll come on the mic. I'm like, yo, like she really was preparing. Here's the issue. I've been saying this shit since February. <laughs> We're going into October. Mm-hmm. And she's been telling people she's on the way back. She's on recovery and shit like that. Meanwhile, she, you know, she's out here doing flips on the beach and shit. She's doing kickboxing, doing boxing lessons and shit. But the only time that she actually does, when she does like kickbox and stuff like that, guess what? She has a knee brace on and shit. But when she's doing a twerking, mm-hmm. the splits and shit, no fucking knee brace. And I'm like, so it, it's the equivalent of who was that? Who was a John Wall in like the NBA where, you know, he was injured and shit. And then everybody's like, oh, well, he's almost healthy to, you know, come back. And then he went to a party and like slipped on water and shit and then just re-injured himself. It's like, what the, f- like, what? Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it's stupid shit like that, bro. So with her, just like Emma, I hate to talk about because even her fiance got fired. Uh, the guy that she's like engaged to, he's no longer with WWE, yeah. and yeah. you know, it, it it sucks because I'm pretty sure WWE they they had to go and do an evaluation of these people. They're like, yo, like they taking all these, f-. and I understand like yeah. you had these free trips and stuff like that, but I don't see Charlotte. You know, the, the people who are honestly just supposed to be chilling, be injured, you know, off camera injured, so to speak. Right. Like, hey, you have a vacation, but y'all are out here becoming socialites. And that, that's fine. But you're also a celebrity. You're a wrestler and shit like that. Right. <clears throat> so when I see Emma, I'm like, yo, I've not seen her wrestle a match since Royal Rumble. I literally have not mm-hmm. seen her in the ring since Royal Rumble. So why the fuck would they keep paying you to honestly not be there? We just talked last week. We were just, was it, no, it wasn't last week. It was, what, two weeks ago? When we, was it two weeks? The last sport, whatever the last sports test was when we were talking about wrestling. And I was like, oh, like, there are a lot of wrestlers that are just sitting backstage doing fucking mm-hmm. nothing. 
And yeah. I, I, underst- I understand it now because it's like they're waiting for, you know, the call. They're waiting for something, but they also get to travel. I understand that. However, right. when the wrestlers are traveling, they're going to Colorado, they're going to Texas, they're going to Seattle and all these places, and they're all traveling together, even if they're not fighting, they're backstage and shit like that, right? Meanwhile, I'm seeing Emma in Costa Rica on a mountain and shit. In the, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, and, and I have the fucked up part about it to me, and I'll land here is if you go to their social media pages, go find the last post of them actually wrestling or a clip of them, even them talking about being Emma. Her last post about wrestling was months ago. The outside of the kickboxing shit with Nikita Lyons months ago um the dude that emma's you know engaged to and shit same situation i hate to be the person who says this shit but i I told cash this shit at wrestlemania 30 when i found out like you know i first met Emma, i was like yo she's going place and stuff like that when i found out that the guy that she was dating was at nxt i was like okay one of them ain't gonna be here that long i was like the the relationship shit just don't it don't work like, if one is on main roster, one's in NXT, it just don't work that way. But for that, I was like, okay, she's barely getting by. She was doing the, not Fandango, but the, the other dude, the, um, well, she was like, not Emolution, but, um, God, what the fuck? Was, it don't even matter. Y'all, could, again, you wouldn't remember it any fucking way because it ain't last that long, right? Well, the Santino? It's the Santino shit, right? When she was coming out doing the, yeah. the point and shit like him. <laughs> and we're all sitting there like, yo, yo yeah. You were supposed to be like the person who was next up after the, you know, the the female four, right? The female four, they came up the main roster. Everybody's like, oh, Emma's taking over NXT. And she was. But then you have to think about it. It's like, all she had to do was just stay in Florida, right? So she's always in Florida. But the guy, the guy that she was dating at the time, also, they worked at NXT together and shit like that. He gets cut. Emma breaks up with him, right? And I'm not trying to do like celebrity gossip. It's just absolute facts. So... Emma, she comes back, she instantly starts dating the guy that she's, you know, with now, engaged to. But ironically, they both get let the fuck go. All, all I'm saying is, you know, broken clocks, right, what, twice a day? Shit doesn't happen twice. She literally left a good situation at TNA to come back to WWE to get let go. Again. How do you right. get let go three times? Three times, bro. She got let go the first time when she was just Emma and shit, right? With, after the Santino shit, mm-hmm. they let her go. They brought her back like seven, eight months later, and they made they made a whole package about how she's going to be Emolution, and they had yeah. the vignette about her just being important and shit. And I swear on, on, on a lot of things, not all the things I love, but a lot of things, she came back, and after they did the packages and shit like that, when she came back, she was just Emma again. Because they realized it didn't work. Mm-hmm. They even gave her package to fucking Lana, which is crazy. They gave her same fucking mm-hmm. package to Lana. And then after, you know, they let her go again. Where does she end up? At TNA. She gets to TNA. She does the whole black uh, eyeshadow thing. Essentially, she was like a um, a mommy light from uh, Judgment Day. She was like a Rhea Ripley light and shit. She wore the black gloves. She just looked a little bit more rugged and everything. And it worked. Right, it worked. Her contract yeah, expired with TNA. Should have fucking stayed in Impact. Comes back to the WWE, and she, I guess it's like when you realize, oh, like I don't really have to do anything. She comes back, comes to you know 
Royal Rumble. I'm so excited. I'm like, yo, she's back. Like, my boo back. What, what are we doing? And then I was like, yo, I ain't going to see her again. I said that shit. I was like, yo, I don't know the next time mm-hmm. I'm going to see her. I, did, I didn't see her on NXT. I ain't seen her on dark matches. I ain't seen her on Raw. I, she wasn't even a fucking valet. And it's not like she can even come out with her fiance because he wasn't shitting NXT either. So I'm sitting like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. So the fact that she's gone, I'm a little mad about, but I'm also sitting here like, it's something that they clearly have seen because it's happened three times. So if she wasn't good enough, not once, not twice, but three times, that's a problem. Um, but with Nikita, you, I'm letting you know this now. You're next on the chopping block. I understand Triple H has been like scapegoating you for at least three years now. But she honestly, Nikita should have been up on main roster two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. But, but you know, Nikita Lyons, she kind of gives me Eva Marie vibes, right? So Eva mm-hmm. Marie, like she, like she looked, she had the look, but the ring work yep. wasn't there at all. And yep. she was really concerned about her social media presence, what other modeling stuff she can get into. And I know that was something, you know, the other girls kind of got on her about. It's like, okay, what are, you, what are you here to do exactly? Are you here to wrestle or are you here to model? And that's what Nikita Lyons has given me. And I think that's what bothers me about her. You know, it's yep. like, you know, but you, who are you, you training with? You and Pam, shout out to Pam as well. Like, y'all told me, y'all warned me. And y'all were like, oh, okay, great. You like the optics and shit. I was like, yeah, she's she kind of thick. Like, I'm cool with it, right? But the issue for me when it started <laughs> what, was the, the MAGA mommy shit. Because I'm, I'm with tinted glasses. But one thing I, I don't do is when people are just putting on a front, right? When she started putting on the black set mm-hmm. and shit, I was like, oh, fuck no. Mm-mm. Like, you, you can still be white. And be around black people without having to instantly put on airs, right? I've never had Lou trying to sound like Drake or some shit like that, right? Never. So it's one of those things, like, you can be who you are and still have a personality and just be <laughs> who the fuck you are. But with her, when I see the shit, I'm like, oh my god, this is bad, bro. Right. But the the icing on the cake for me was when she publicly told the world, she was like, oh yeah, I'm going to act brand new because Drake is following me now. What? Drake follows every thick white woman right. ever, bro. Like, what are we doing, bro? So, again, I was kind of upset mm-hmm. about that. But when it comes to wrestling, I, I told you and I told Pam, I was like, oh, like, I, I felt so bad because you look at her and then you look at people who actually care about their craft, like Willow Nightingale. And you're like, yo, right. Willow's going places. You mm-hmm. aren't. <laughs> like, like, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. So, it bothered me, and I sent you the video in the group chat as well, where she was, I didn't realize she was on a hip-hop dating show, where she was, right. again, putting on the black scent, she was going and, you know, telling the girls, you know, bitches this, and I'm like, oh, it, it, it just, it, it's, it's spoiled milk for me, bro. Like, it, it's the spoiled milk. I could not do it anymore. It, it hurt my heart so bad. I was like, mm-hmm. you have fun with that shit, I want no parts. But, to, to not sound like an asshole, she she will not be with the WWE much longer. And not in a negative way. She's going to find a way to honestly either start working for Fashion Nova or getting a whole bunch of sponsorships, becoming like a, a celebulite or, you know, a, you know, a socialite, whatever you want to call it. But there are, a lot, there are a lot of those wrestlers that I was trying to figure out. I'm like, yo, like, maybe she's right. Maybe she's like, okay. What do I do outside of that? 
because uh, when I look at the Eva Marie, she's worthless. Right. I know that sounds fucked up, but like it's like she was worthless. There's some of those like the male NXT wrestlers. Like I would hope that they were doing something. I would hope that they had Twitch channels. I would hope that they had you know some something to back up in case they got cut, right? Because I can tell you now, right. I don't know what the fuck Emma's going to do. I don't know what the fuck um, Emma's like fiance is going to do. Maybe they start a hiking channel. Maybe they start a traveling channel. Or like <laughs> they, they, they go to AEW. That, honestly, that's the only thing I can think of because when Lana, she let uh, Rusev go to, you know, AEW and his career was like, it's still on like, you know, it's the shaky hand. It's like, all right, okay, whatever. But Lana, yeah. she stayed in WWE. And then when she realized, like, oh, I, I can't get the Total Divas money, she stayed for the Total Divas money, if we're going to be completely fucking honest here. But right. once that Total Divas shit, mm-hmm. it started tailing off because the, the Bella Twins are like, now nah, we're done with that. And once the Bella Twins were done and Naomi was no longer this, like, do we really care about the rest of y'all? No? Cool. <laughs> so w- w- once they were done with that, it's like, oh, right. Lana had to go. And I'm sure a part of her contract was a part of that E contract as well, right? So. Uh, again, I, I'm not mad at her for like trying to be something more than just a wrestler. My issue is when you are a wrestler and ain't nobody seen you fucking wrestle in two calendar years. Kind of egregious, bro. Right? She, she's she's posting highlights of some shit that happened in 2020, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting like, you realize the people that came after you at NXT are actually moving up. <laughs> like they're going to, by the time Nikita by the time yep. Nikita gets back. Jade will be fighting for a title. It's it's so bad that Becky Lynch literally had a kid. The kid can walk now. After the kid can walk now, the kid has turned two. After the kid unturned two, yeah. Becky went back to NXT so she could spend more time with the kid and won the belt that she could have had, which is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy to me. So, uh, again, um, and just not yeah. to harp on like the the women of NXT, a lot of those roster cuts, like Mace and all of them. Um, when you do factions, the factions have to allow each individual person in that faction to have an identity. If you just have a faction, everybody's mm-hmm. just like we're here, but we're protecting one person, aka Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali's stock goes up. Y'all's go down. Because you haven't identified who the fuck you are. What well, they were saying, Mason, Crowbar, whatever the fuck the, the Barden guy's name. I'm like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> like, I was like, uh, Conor McGregor in the GIF. It's like, who the fuck is that guy? Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> what? Terrible. So, <laughs> again, I, I feel a little bit bad for a lot of the roster cuts. But th- hopefully they find good footing in a lot of these places. I know... AEW has a spot for mm-hmm. at, at least for Mace. Like they they like the the mask scheme. They like the the mysterious type of scheme, right? Um, I can see Emma going back to TNA. Mm-hmm. I can see her bringing the you know the fiance with her. Um, I see Mustafa Ali not going to AEW and being resigned to WWE because they'll realize they made the fuck up. They're going to realize they made a mistake because that's one right, of the biggest yeah. mistakes I've seen in mm-hmm. years. Like. That that and Bray Wyatt is like what what okay cool um oh and um yeah who, mm-hmm. j- just a question and I'll, I'll shut up because I know we got a voicemail there was one person um uh Braun Strowman like is is he still on roster or is he just like a part timer yeah he is okay 
Because I was surprised to... I think he's hurt, though. Okay. I I was just definitely surprised. Like, I know I've seen him, like, because he was there for the the Bray um, Memorial. And I was like, okay, I know for a fact, like, he's still on roster, but it's like, okay, it wasn't a part of the cuts. And I was hoping that he wasn't. So that's a good thing. Um, Yeah, roster cuts are really unfortunate. I was really mad that they didn't happen after WrestleMania. They could have cut, honestly, more people at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. They could have made way. But... Hopefully this means now that they will actually start taking their roster seriously because if they're doing all they're doing now for Jade, now they have more opportunities to bring people from NXT like Carmelo and a few other people just up and just making it a overall right. better product, at least for Raw. SmackDown's good. Raw needs more for sure. Yep. Yep, but we're going to play our final voice note and then we're going to head on out. You have got to give me the link or whatever it takes to get IPTV. I've been wanting that for a long time. We will talk about it on the next episode of the Sports Desk for sure. Yep, so that's uh, pretty much all wrestling everything in a nutshell. Fire show. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Lou. Um, Thank you, Big Man 305. Thank you to everybody who stopped to listen. Thank you for your voice notes your engagement, all of that. I really enjoyed tonight's show. But I I just want to say before we leave that I'm very happy at this time to be a wrestling fan. Um, There's just so much variety. If you you like to be in WWE, if you like AEW, or if you like Japanese wrestling, or if you like more um, UK wrestling, there's something out here for everybody. If you're interested in those extreme death matches, there are promotions out there for you, like the GCWs. Like, they do all of that. This is an awesome time to be a wrestling fan. This is also a good time, I think, to be a wrestler because you really have a choice to go anywhere and make really good money because any company you go to, they have a streaming service. So they can show live events or they can show on-demand de- on stuff or sometimes both. So, I mean, I just want to point that out, and I'll probably say that on every episode kind of going forward i'm very happy to be a wrestling fan hashtag expand your horizons now now's the time so uh any final thoughts greg lou before we head on out nope just um on monday we'll talk about the results um lou's made notes so again i just don't want to have to watch nxt for an entire (laughs) week but hopefully i'm right about those predictions I might have missed the first couple of predictions you made. I think you could check it out in the notes, but I think I got, I want to say five matches. Uh, but other than that, uh, I might have missed the first couple because then you told me to take notes. So, <laughs> um, but real quick, what I'd like to say is uh, I will not be on the sports desk this Monday as I will be on vacation. Uh, hopefully, yes, enjoy. Thank you very much. Um, hopefully my sickness goes away by then because that would make it a real shitty vacation. But, um, you know, I know you two will be there to hold it down and everything. Uh, I appreciate you, uh, you know, let me hop on tonight with you guys. And uh, I really enjoyed the talk yeah. tonight. And uh, I will talk to you guys when I get back. Yep. So that's... That's it for Black Techies, all wrestling, everything. Um, Thanks for tuning in. 
see y'all on Monday for YBNB Sports Desk. Peace and love, y'all. Peace, y'all. Later. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 